podcast number five. Can you believe that? I can't believe it. I can't believe it either, Tammy. <laughs> but today, you know, I, I, I just felt like I wanted to bring Tammy Parker to this podcast. Okay, well, thank you. Because Tammy has some words to say. Uh, Tammy, I want you to tell Chattanooga and the world something about Tammy Parker. Every October... We celebrate right. Breast Cancer Awareness mm -hmm. Month, mm -hmm. and every October, I find me a Tammy Park. <laughs> uh, you know, Tammy and I, we met years ago, years back ago. in 1997, I yes, believe. it was. Um, mm -hmm. You were a young lady that was newly diagnosed mm -hmm. with breast cancer, right. mm -hmm. right. and, and, and it touched my heart. Mm -hmm. It touched my heart to the point that I felt like I needed to do something, not only because you had it, but that you were a black woman and you looked like me. Right, exactly. Yeah. And I was in this organization at the time, the Chattanooga chapter of the Lynx. Yes. And one of the things that the Lynx did, we went and we had a community project mm -hmm. that we dealt with women uh, dealing with health disparities. Okay. And at the time, you lived in Boone High Singer. I did. And don't worry, because I lived in Boone High Singer <laughs> too. Once okay. upon a time. It's okay. Everybody got, yeah. got a story. Uh -huh. But, um, and we came out there to help you because you wanted to get the word out uh, yes. in, the in the community about yes. breast cancer awareness. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, we came out there, a group of women, and we walked door to door. And we helped tell your story, even to the point that we even put a little facility out there right. where people could come by and get brochures and exactly. information yes. whenever they needed it. Mm -hmm. And the reason why we did that, because of the disparities in the African-American community. Right. You know, even today, um, in 2023, Breast cancer is the number one cause of cancer in African-American women. women. Did you know that? Uh, I, I looked it up a long time ago, but it wasn't as rapid as it is now. It's, it's rapid. Yeah, you know, when you and I first started doing this, mm -hmm. Tammy, yeah. I had not been diagnosed with breast cancer, right. but I'm a survivor too. Right, right. And that's great. And what that we learned... Great that one out of every eight African-American women mm -hmm. has a diagnosis of breast cancer. Mm -hmm. Yes, they do. That's like wiping out a whole yes. shift of black women. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And why do you think that happened? Uh, lack of education uh, about breast cancer. They, that's a bad word. Right. That used to be a bad word, and now it's coming up coming alive and everybody's seeing and trying to do things to help them prevent. It's it's a, it's all about prevention. Right. And if you you have to do self examination. Yes, you do. And you have to uh, do get your mammograms and a lot of uh, ladies. I don't want to get that because it hurts. I'd rather have it to hurt then I find out later that I have breast cancer. 
Plus, being a registered nurse, which I am, how do we know it hurt if we hadn't had it done? Right. You're just going on hearsay. Right, exactly. And we should stop doing that. That's right. But we need to go do it for ourselves because we need to do more self-care. Yeah, we do. We really do. We ignore us. It's all about the kids. Right. And when and when that happened with me, I had to just say, I'm done. I have to take care of me because I want to be here for my kids. So I have to take care of myself so I can be there to take care of them. Because they were young, 11, uh, yeah, the uh, five-year-old, five-year-old, and my uh, three-year-old. Yeah. Wow, you had three babies. Mm -hmm. But thank goodness you had a husband at that time. Yes, I did. And he was there. He was very supportive, and uh, I, I, I liked that. He encouraged me, and he would go to my uh, chemotherapies and stuff like that. Yeah, he was very But that was great because I know a few black men mm -hmm. that moved out the bedroom with their wives that was diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm -hmm. I mean, what's a breast without being alive? Exactly. Exactly. That's not our life. No. A breast is not our life. And uh, we have to get that out of our mind if we want to stay and live. Because if you don't, you're not going to live. I think um, you were telling me the story about a family member that knew something was wrong with her breast. She didn't know what. Right. But I do know this, Tammy. Mm -hmm. We're our own best doctors. Right. It, we know when something is wrong with us. Right. We might not know what's wrong with mm -hmm. us. That's true. But we know something is wrong with yeah, us. Yeah, something ain't right. It's Something is not right here. And I need to go to the doctor. And, and sometimes, you know, people try to put me in the position of a physician. And I'm not a physician. I'm a nurse. Right. So I'm not going to diagnose you. Right. That's the reason why we have doctors. Doctors. Exactly. exactly. And people need to go to the doctor. Right. When their body is telling them that it's a Sorry. problem. Right. Uh, right. Right about now, uh, I think... A lot of people have insurance, medical insurance, so they are able to get the uh, mammograms, CT scans. That's a part of their insurance. Even though, because of Susan B. Coleman. Oh, yes. Yeah. Now, two or three uh, mammogram buses is in the city of Chattanooga yes, yes, every is. day. Yes, you can is. get free well, mammograms, if you want it. Right, exactly. But you got to listen to yourself and say, am I worth it? Right. Am I worth living after all of this? You survive. We're survivors. Right. So we're going to survive. I've been surviving all our, <laughs> all our lives. We survived. Survive. As black women, we right. survive. So I just feel like... Uh, when I was out there trying to recruit, they didn't understand. And it wasn't a lot of people who had breast cancer. Well, because she was 29 years old. And they said that you didn't even need a mammogram until you got to be a certain older age. Right. But now, that's not so. That's not true. No, there's a lot of younger women now that's getting breast cancer. African-American women. And it's like... Uh, 
when is that going to change? You know, I think when we start looking at ourselves and start rating ourselves for what we're worth. Right. And we're worth living. And I've seen, well, 42% of African-American women are diagnosed with breast cancer right. than white women. Right. Now, let's get real about it. Right. So they going to the doctor and we ain't? Yeah, that's true. So it's time for us to go to the doctor. It's time for us to go to the doctor, and it's time for us to open our minds to what's going on around What's going on around us, you know? Uh, you got young girls getting breast cancer now. Back when I was 29 and was doing they they couldn't believe it. No. You're 29? My doctors didn't believe me. I was 29 and had the severe breast cancer that I did have. And so a lot of people want to know, well, how did you get it? You know, don't know. I remember, you know, I think God talks to us. Yes, he does. And I received a phone call mm -hmm. at work. Mm. And it said, from my insurance company. Because right. they want to be preventative. They mm -hmm. want to catch you before you get a diagnosis. Right. So they said, we noticed that you haven't had a, a a mammogram in a while. Right. You want me to go ahead and sign you up? It was as simple as that. Mm -hmm. And something in my mind said, say yes. I said, yes, I want to have a mammogram. Right. So the lady set the mammogram up. I went in. I took the mammogram. They said, oh, yeah. we'll call you in a couple of weeks uh -huh. if anything's wrong. Uh -huh. And now I bounced on out of there because, you know, I knew, girl, what's nothing wrong? <laughs> uh -huh. I, mean, I just yeah. bounced on out right. of there. And, girl, two weeks later, I got a phone call. And the phone call said, come back. Uh, we want to see. It's something we didn't see that looked a little different. We want to check it out. Exactly. So, yeah. but they didn't have me going back to the mammogram bus. Mm -hmm. They had me going to the doctor's office. Okay. And then they did an x-ray and then they tried to move the nodule. They tried to burst it to see if it would burst. Right. And it wouldn't burst mm -hmm. and it wouldn't move. So the next thing I had was a biopsy. Okay. And uh, they told me, don't worry, because mm -hmm. they know right. how we are. Yeah, true. We're going to start worrying yeah. then. Yeah. And wrong. then they told that this, they told me, they said, Sharon, Miss Dr. Washburn, beautiful lady. Uh-huh. She said, Sharon, she said, it is uh, malignant. You got cancer. But thank God we caught it in stage one. Now that's the that's the good thing about you getting early. You don't want to go to the doctor and they say, "Well, you you don't have long to go. You're in your last stage." And that's that's the now that's a hard that's a hard, a hard pill to swallow. Yes, it is. God knew I probably couldn't have handled that pill, right. so He didn't give me that. That's right. That's right. He gave me mm -hmm. stage one. Right. And He gave me well. Okay, we're gonna do this biopsy. Okay, we're going to do this surgery. Okay, we're going to do this radiation. Right. And uh, we're going to give you some medicine. Right. And we're going to keep a close eye on you. Yes. You know, mm -hmm. yours could be that story. Yes. But some people's story don't go like that. Exactly. It, it doesn't. And I hate to say that because more of us as black women are diagnosed with breast cancer but don't know. Because they hadn't been to the doctor to see what is going on. Right. And they eventually, you know, passed from not going to the doctor. They said we have a 40% chance. 
mortality rate, that means we die. Right, exactly. We die we from do. it. We do. You know, I'm not trying to sugarcoat this today mm -hmm. because I don't think we should. Right. And we should be ones that go out here and win our black women, black men. See this, I want our black men to encourage your wife. Right. Exactly. If they hadn't had a mammogram, to go get a mammogram done exactly. today. Right. But, you know, we're going to talk about some preventative things. Okay. One of the things you told me was the breast examination. How, how often should we do that, Tammy? As often as our menstruation? Yeah. Uh, that's what I was told, that that's the time when you check your breasts. A lot of uh, boyfriends and husbands, they, you find, know, they find it. They find it for you, and uh, that's the best thing to do is self breast, breast cancer examination for that. And when I was first diagnosed, uh, I was going to Dr. Ingram, mm -hmm. and I had my well moments and everything. She checked everything, and two weeks later, I felt a knot, and uh, she said, "Well, come on back in here." And I went in there to see her. She said. This was not there when I last examined you. So she she uh, told me to get in touch with Dr. Uh, Laura Witherspoon. She's retired now, but she's been with me the whole time, the whole time. And uh, so she, she did a CT and a mammogram. Now, the thing is, if you are older, your breast is more dense. They can look in there and see everything, but when you're young, they can't see it. And uh, that's why they do CT, uh, yeah, CT scans will see more than the mammograms when you're younger. Right. So I guess that's the, that's why they started saying that we couldn't get our mammograms until we were 40, 40 years old. But we're getting it earlier. And uh, my God. doctors are saying that, you know, it's, it's becoming a, a epidemic because I've seen so many people in the chemo room that I could not believe they had breast cancer. You know, when African American, no. When I walk by my um, breast cancer physicians, mm -hmm. I have to go every year to the oncology and uh, I see a, a line row of women getting chemo, right. some just go through me right. because I've been a chemo nurse right. and I've seen and I knew what was going into their bodies and that those people really wanted to live. They did. It's a thrive to living. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, when we talk about breast examinations, you know, some women don't have menstrual cycles anymore, so they need to Pick a specific time on the their month, calendar. Every time of that month and do your self-examination. Yes. If you feel anything, anything that is, you know it's not right. What did I say? You are your own oh, yes. best doctor. It is. That you is. go to the doctor. Don't be the doctor. Right. Go to the but doctor. Go, go, go to the doctor. Right. When you notice something is wrong, go Thank to the you. doctor. Thank you. Go to the doctor. Mm -hmm. You know, so we won't our women to go to the doctor. Mm -hmm. We want them to do self-breast and them examinations. Mm -hmm. And today, you know, I heard some, it's four different things that could cause us to have breast cancer. 
things that we use. Girl, who me, who go, who out here dying the air? Everybody, African Americans, five to eight times. Yes, using that girl, put put some dye in my hair. Uh -uh. I want my hair to be dyed black, right? Blonde, whatever exactly. color. Yeah, you know that dye is causing breast cancer. It is. Now this has been how many years we've been using those products all our life, right? And now it's it's something wrong with it. Even those acrylic nails. Now, that's something that I did not know about. Now, I had a friend, uh, Rosario Slack. He told Pastor us. Rosario Pastor Slack? Rosario Slack. He told us that, uh, I don't know if it was his mom or his aunt, she was getting those acrylic nails. And sometimes when she got an infection, and they had to cut the tip of her finger off. Wow. Because it was infected from uh, those acrylic and I try to tell my children, my daughters, do not do the acrylic. You don't see it on their fingers. No. But here we go. We got to get it done. And you know, all of us, we wanted uh, our uh, skin care. Everybody yeah. want to have pretty skin. Mm -hmm. yeah. Some of that skin care stuff causes you to have breast cancer. Right, exactly. You know, People don't tell us everything. You know, the blowout treatment. We want, you know, stuff to get your hair too sick, silk too uh, right. It's got to <laughs> right. be a little something wrong right. with that. Right. You know, exactly. but those are four things. And I'm not telling you to drop out four things at one time. Right. But I think we can gradually decrease one, then decrease another one. Yes. Because it's about living. It is. It it's is. about living. If we, if we uh, save one, then maybe the, that one will go talk to your mother, your grandmother, your aunt, you know, your sister, you know, and I want to throw in that men because men get breast cancer too. So they have to, I know they don't like it and don't want it, but there's a whole lot of uh, actors that has uh, breast cancer. Richard Roundtree, <clears throat> he was one that had breast cancer. Wow. So it can happen to me too. Yeah, you know, if you all think we're doing a good podcast in today, I want you to take some time mm -hmm. and like us, mm -hmm. put a comment down, mm -hmm. tell us, uh, subscribe. Right. I want you to subscribe to us today. Let's do that. Let's let's do a subscribe right, right now. I want to see the next fifty people that look at this podcast yeah. subscribe mm -hmm. to this because this right. is important it, very what we're important. talking about today very you important. know you have to know your history in order to move forward right you got to know your history because i know a couple of people uh they had their breasts removed because they knew their family they didn't, they didn't see no reason to keep that. They didn't see no reason. I might have had it in my right breast, right. but I had the right one in the left one. Right. right. Take them. Right. <laughs> That's what I said. I want to have them. I want to live. Right. Exactly. You know, some of us don't have breasts anyway. Yeah. I'm not saying that about me. <laughs> some women don't have breasts. Right. right. But another thing that we need to do to let women know it's okay to talk about it, and it's okay to talk about it around that dinner table. We don't have any more of those dinner no, table don't. discussions we don't. anymore. We don't. we don't talk. 
we let that phone do a little bit too much. Too much. <laughs> you know, I mean, true. we don't even talk to it. We text. Oh, right. That's you true. know, we, we need to open our mouths and we need to know what's going on in our families. And we need to tell the other family members and this big secret about what goes on in my house stays in, in my house. house. Right. We need to let that let go. go. Yeah, because these doctors now, they want to know your history. Right. And a lot of women they don't need to know what's going on in my history. I don't even know. But you've got to know. So before you go to the doctor, mm -hmm. I think you should talk to your older relatives right. and ask them questions, especially the ones that's knowledgeable right. about different uh, people that's gone on in your family right. and be able to tell your physician what type of ailments has been known to be in your family. Because at one while, nobody had cancer in my family. I think I was the first one and seemed like since COVID hit. Let's talk about COVID. Right. Now, A lot I was of people. The first one. I was the first one. No, no history. No history of it. My history was with my my grandmother, my mama, my uh, uh, my dad's mother, and uh, my brother. Heart problems. Right. They all get with heart problems. Nobody had breast cancer. Now I know a lady who was just diagnosed with breast cancer. They were able to remove the tumor, but she has to take chemo, which. A lot of us fear our hair coming out. That's a main thing. You know, we love our hair. They got some beautiful wigs. Yeah. Girl, have <laughs> we do. We got some beautiful wigs. You wouldn't know the difference. Right. That's true. But they don't want they don't want to lose their hair. I know I didn't. Because no. I asked, Am I gonna lose my hair? When my I was diagnosed a second time. Am I gonna lose my hair? Yeah. You, you said the second time? The second time, the first time, I lost my hair. I said, and at that time we were in New York, and it seemed like everybody in there had, you know, hair shaved. <laughs> so it, it really worked for me. So, and uh, my son, he was in there when my my husband shaved my head because I I had had my first round of uh, chemo, mm -hmm. and so my doctor said, well, I said, well, we're supposed to be going to New York. In June, and he said, "You can go, you can go, uh, but be careful." And I didn't know when my hair was going to come out, so I had uh, Miss Kim. I can't think of Kim's last name, and she owned that uh, beauty shop uh, right across the street from uh, Old Plantation. Mm -hmm. On uh,
my mother said, are you ready? The first time I cried was when I, the doctor, Lord rest me, told me I had breast cancer. And it had spread all over my breast. Wow. So I had to get that removed. And she said, it's best for you to get your other breast removed because it won't come back to the other breast. So I had both removed. Thank God I had a good reconstruction doctor. Doctor. Yeah, because you can't even tell. Yeah. <laughs> you look good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Tired, uh -huh. but uh, he did a good job. He did a great job, and so uh, everybody said, "Well, why is your stomach so small?" And see, they took out my muscle from my stomach and wrapped it around to form my breast. So I have no muscle there, and uh, the doctor said, hey, "You can't. I can't sit up. I have no muscle there to help me sit up. I have to get somebody to help me sit up." And uh, but he did. Wixerworks, his name was Wixerworks. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, something like that, yeah. But he was great. Yes, he was great. And uh, he, he, I was in surgery eight hours. And uh, Dr. Weatherspoon, she came in first and she removed uh, the tissue. She removed my breast. And he came back and did the tram flap. And so, like I said, I had good doctors then. I had very good doctors. They knew what was going on. Thank God. Praise God. And uh, so after that, chemo came. We had to do chemo. I said, okay, all right. So I went on and did chemo. And how old were you? I was 29 years old. 29 years 29 old. 29 years old. Going through all this with three little babies. Right, exactly. So, and then I had to, I had to think about what my husband was going to do. Yeah. You know, he, you know, I'm going to be, but he told me, he said, I didn't marry you for that. I married you for your heart and you. So I, I was kind of okay with it. And so when we got to New York, I was eating Chinese food. Because that's all it seemed like New York had was Chinese food. And I was eating a lot of Chinese. I got sick. So his sisters in New York was giving me um, vinegar because, I said, my head was hurting and everything. That didn't work. I did not know when I got back. I was like, I, when we was driving back, I felt like I was having a, a, a flu. I had the flu. I, could, I was just chills. I had everything. I was taking Tylenol and it didn't work. And so when I got back to the uh, Chattanooga, I went to my doctor and he said, what did you have in New York? <laughs> I said, Chinese food. <laughs> he said, that has MSG in there. Mm. And that didn't work with my chemo. And he said, that's the reason why you felt like you had the flu and you were sick. Didn't know it. You learn something new every day. You learn something new every day. Uh, 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 so, but at least you came back and went to that doctor. I sure, oh, I was gone because <laughs> I didn't know what was going on with me. So I went on and that's what he told me. He said it was the MSG in the, in the Chinese food. They have a lot of MSG in their food in New York. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, if you all think that this is a good show today, I want you to uh, like it, comment on it, and um, let us know how well we're doing with it, you know? Yeah, I, I really do. 
Uh, we're gonna stop this thing two or three times. <laughs> That's one thing. We want the lights. We want the lights right. because this is new. Podcasting is new. Right. But we're gonna make it better by you rating us yes. and letting us know how right. well we're doing. And the information that we're giving out is good for our health. Yes. And we have to take care of ourselves and make sure our health is right. We can't take care of them grandbabies and them children because we sick. And uh, so that's another thing. We need to take care of us. So subscribe Sisters. today. Mm -hmm. Subscribe today. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to make this podcast work. Right. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're going to make it work. I think but, it's a great idea you did this. It's yeah. Very great idea because we need to get it out there. We need to get it out there. Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody else can come to the rescue for us. Uh, Susan B. Coleman and all the rest, but we can right. do some stuff ourselves. ourselves. That's right. And so, what we decided to do was to bring it to you through the newest and upcoming thing, podcasting. Right. You can look at it over and over again. You can share with a family or friend. Right. You can let them see us today all over the world. Right. That's true. I don't care where your family lives. Mm -hmm. You can educate them. Right. So, I'm asking you all to please help uh, taming myself out to do just that, because that's our goal. Right. That's our goal. Uh, but Tammy, as we close today, I wanted to um, give you a, a, a minute to elaborate on, on, on other types of cancers. I mean, this is a walking, uh, I don't know what I want to call it. God wants Tammy to stay here. He yeah. wants you here yes, for he a do. reason. Yeah. I mean, all the cancers you've had, but you're still here to talk about it, tell about it, and encourage us to go get checked. And I believe in my heart that that's one thing that God wants me to do. Put it out there. You got to get it out there so people can know what's going on. So I believe he has left me here. All this cancer that I've had, I've had breast cancer twice. Uh, I had my hair removed three times, mm. and I had uh, I broke my ankle. Uh, I was getting up to get my kids off to school, and I fell and broke my ankle, and it was broke. And I thought it was just sprained. It was broke, and so when I went to uh, my doctor, he said, "Okay, we got to do surgery, and we got to put the." pins and all that stuff in there. I said, okay, that's fine. I said, am I going to be able to get through the airport? He said, yes, you <laughs> He said, I'll give you a paper. Yeah, we don't okay. travel, right? <laughs> I'm traveling. So I got a, paper, a piece of paper from him stating that I can travel, you know. And I, I, so they, because you know when you go through that, right. yeah, Girl, they don't see it. I have to tell them every time. <laughs> yeah. I got them knees, you know. I said, hey, I got knees. Right. So right. I just go on through that. Right. I put my hand over my head right. and turn around. I tell them up front, I got uh, my ankles down there. <laughs> I had it broke and I got all these pins and stuff in my ankle. And so he told me that one thing that when he went into my ankle, he said it felt like wet wood. My bones was deteriorating. It felt like wet wood. So I said, okay, all right. But he was able to get the uh, pins and everything in there. Uh, but it was it was from the chemo that I had taken. It made my bones weak. 
That's the reason why they do the bone scan. That's the why they do the bone scan. Yeah. To see how and uh far as like that, you have to take vitamin D. Yes. And I take vitamin D the uh five hundred religiously. Not five hundred, five thousand uh uh remember, I mean uh, what you call it? Yeah. of it. So and I take two because mine is so Thin. brittle. My my bones I can't fall. If I fall or something like that, I break something. You break something. Yeah, from that. I know a lot of women, when they're on uh, dialysis, their bones are fragile. Right. And you have to be very careful. But tell them the other types of cancers that you've had. Okay. Um, I had the two uh, cancers, the first one, and then I had the second one. It came back after 10 years. Right. It came back, and my doctor, I had to tamoxifen, which is a pill that we take every day right. and for five years. And it's supposed to keep you from getting it again, breast cancer again, but it didn't help me. Right. So I had to go back because they, they was like, what, what is wrong? I, I don't know. My doctor said, why are you on my roster? <laughs> You're not supposed to be here. I, you're supposed to be done with this. So I had to go and take chemo for a year. This time I had to take off from work and just keep my for a whole year. And so once I got that done, I had, I still had to take my, uh, it wasn't chemo. They didn't give me my radiation. I had two, two rounds of uh, radiation, two rounds of uh, radiation for 10 weeks. You get that for 10 weeks and every day. That's every day you have to go in and get your radiation done. Don't take much, you know, but you got to go in and get it done. That was the thing that had me so oh, tired because right. it wears you out. Right. And uh, so uh, I did all of that. And then next day, you know, when I broke my ankle, they went in and said I had my mom's. Then they went to my liver and said I had liver cancer. Mm -hmm. I kept complaining about my back. I thought it was I was having a urinary tract infection because I was I had to, I had was keep keep going to the doctor. I was going to the physician's care, and uh, so the doctor then he said, "You having this too much, so we're gonna uh, send you to the imaging center out in Houston." So I went out there, and they told me that I had to. And get uh, what was that? MRI, mm -hmm. and they went in my liver, and they seen I had a golf ball tumor mm. on my liver, and so I asked him, "Well, how did it? Why not?" He said it was from the breast cancer. It had metastasized to my liver, and once it got to my liver, within that time, I was still taking chemo. I had to take chemo. I had to get in that bubble because I uh, had it actually came out on my right breast. Well, I had the first that it came out. So they said, "Well, we gotta see what's going on. Why did that do that? Because you have no breast tissue there. You have stomach tissue there. So we didn't understand why. My doctors didn't understand how that happened. But when they did the biopsy and, and got all the information, I had liver cancer. And so." During that time, the doctors did not know 
what to do. Because it started as a, a quarter, and it was it kept going. But still, it kept getting bigger and bigger. So the doctor said, I don't know. I don't know what is increasing. I don't know why it's that. And uh, so once he, I talked to my aunt. She lived in Alabama. She was over the uh, Gaston. She was over the nurse's department. And she came up. We had Thanksgiving with all the family. She, she said, go get you some sugar. Some raw sugar. Now, I ain't telling everybody else to do that, but that's what I did. Went and got some raw sugar and tape, taped it up. And she said, just continue to tape that off and keep it. It went. And so it went away. And the doctor said, what did you do? I said, my aunt told me to put some sugar. He said, well, if that worked, it worked, do it. So, <laughs> and uh, it, went, it just kind of just disappeared. Okay. But sores on them, mm -hmm. they would do that and they clear up. Infantigo. That's, That's what it. we used to have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so uh, that was a good inflammation. That you know, was. I got a good inflammation. And so after then, uh, I was fine. I was doing good and everything. Then I fell. They did my x-ray. And when I went in for the x-ray, they said, you got three, three tumors on your brain. I said, what? Yes, you have three tumors on your brain. And you're going to have to get them taken out. I said, okay. So I had to get the, if everybody knows, the halo. You know, the halo yeah. going around the head. I had to get that done. And uh, and they shot radiation into, to those uh, tumors that was in my brain. And so after I got that done, it's been good. God has been good. You are walking testimony. <laughs> I can <laughs> say you are walking testimony. And it was a reason why I wanted you on this podcast today. <laughs> podcast number five. And this yeah. is one I'm going to remember. Okay. And one I want everybody else to remember. Yeah. And pass on to your family, your friends, right. your loved ones, yes. your mama, your sister, yes. right. your, everybody. Your aunties, right. your cousins, and Tell them why they need to go get a mammogram, especially in our African-American community, yes. uh -huh. because we are leaving here. Yes, One in eight of us I are being I diagnosed. Have, I have, since I was diagnosed, I have one, two, three, four, about 10 of us that has had breast cancer and didn't survive. They didn't survive. That's what I said. I know God got me here for a reason. Right. Because he, my doctor, you know, you, you, you shouldn't be here. Not with brain cancer. People don't survive brain cancer. Liver cancer, mm -hmm. brain Liver cancer, breast cancer, mm -hmm. cancer. Twice. Twice. Chemo, mm -hmm. three times. But you were walking Radiation twice. Mm -hmm. Lost my hair. Three times. Three times. Three times, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you a walking testimony, you know, and I want to have you to tell the community something that you want all women to know. Not black, 
not white, all but women. all women. Right. Do yourself breast examinations. Because that's that's the first thing that you're going to... Uh, every month. Every month. Every month. And For the rest of your life. Yes. And then when you... Well, they say 40, you can get a mammogram. But if you feel something, go to the doctor. Right. And see what's going on first. And so that's what uh, we as women need to take care of ourselves. And make sure we're getting the proper care. Because it's been a time that we didn't have the proper care. No, we didn't. And, so and we didn't know no better. Didn't know no I can't better. blame you and if you don't know no better. And didn't have no insurance. Yeah, but yeah, they said, put some up. As children, <laughs> all <laughs> us children. <laughs> and we never went to the doctor. No. It was no. major when we went to the doctor. Right, it was. You know, yeah. children run to the doctor all the time now. Right. Now. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't. Back then. Mm -mm. And we lived. I was reading a, I was reading something on my birth certificate. Mm -hmm. I ran across it, mm -hmm. and it it told my mother how to do pet milk and water together. You know all this different kind of milk children have to have. Right. I said right. I was raised on pet milk. Hey, I turned out all right. Right, exactly. So in time of need, when times get bad, right. you can use some you know what milk. to do. That's right. You know what to do. And make some milk and keep on going right. if you ain't producing it yourself. Right. But this has been an exciting day. And yes. I want us to recognize every October is Breast Cancer Awareness. Because I understand that one out of every eight women that look like me and you, Tammy, will get a diagnosis from some physician some person right. telling us that we uh, were malignant for cancer right. and it's not a good feeling but we got to have a will to live that's true and a will to thrive and pray and pray oh don't don't leave that pray. out you know, I don't pray. care what they say about black yeah. people we're gonna pray we're gonna pray we're gonna pray <laughs> say it again we're gonna pray yeah, we're gonna pray so right. I want you all to look at us we come on every Monday morning at 8 o'clock when you sit down and have your cup of coffee. Go to podcast, uh, Spotify, or either uh, Amazon right. uh, podcast, right. and you'll see us. And it's a lot of things that we do that we're not supposed to do. Like uh, coffee. Everybody drinks coffee. It's not good for you. You have to drink decaf coffee. Yeah. That's better. No caffeine. No, that's the one of the first things that my doctor said, no caffeine. So I went start drinking Sprite. So that that was a that thing was okay. that I didn't need. He said that am was I okay. To, am I going to no, 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 <laughs> no. Sprite was okay, but, but I couldn't drink none of the you know the dark drinks, Coke and Pepsi and I, caffeine in it, and definitely not. Uh, what is it? Uh, Mellow Yellow. Yeah.
But uh, the doctor said that's, that's part of the chemo. You're going to have metal taste in right. your mouth. So he said, get you a, a plastic spoon and fork and I keep it with you. You take that with you so you can eat with it. And when you're at home, take your plastic plastic. Take your plastic That's right. Yeah, we can do plastic wax. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I got a friend that do plastic wax. And, you know, on everything. Right. And it's Chi Chi Brown. Oh, Chi -Chi, you don't bring up some plastic wax. Right. She ain't going to eat. Right. So, so, I mean, you know, I, I learned that from her. Right. But anyway, I want to thank you again for joining me okay. on podcast number five. Okay. And I'll see you next October, girl. All right. Bye bye now. Bye. Bye. Thank you. <laughs>